All right, it is time for you know what, life in space. Two spacesuits. Two spacesuits. Two spacesuits. Yeah, that's right. Jamming out to the uh, classical version of two spacesuits. Ho ho! This was a a way interesting song that. Uh, Actually, I just kind of messed around with this one. I was uh, coming up with the concept of two spacesuits. I think I mentioned that earlier, but this is like the first one I did, and it was kind of a uh, unusual song to begin with because it was kind of just me joking around, and uh, I put a bunch of like classical instruments in it, and uh, it just it it's composed very funny too. So, uh, so yeah, th- that's some two spacesuit stuff going on right there. Yeah. So, uh, today that's kind of what we're going to talk about. Not necessarily the song, but, um, you know, like, uh, VST plugins and, uh, program add-ons, plugins, all that good stuff. Uh, and I'm going to be doing it all in FL studios. And the cool thing about it is I'm going to be able to operate everything in FL studios as well, because I'm recording this in the Edison recorder. Now, this thing is fantastic. You can record anything that you want into the Edison recorder while you're messing around in the FL Studios or if you just, you know, want to do a podcast or whatever. But you can normally record things into your song pa- uh, playlist or pattern list, whatever you want to call it. You can do that as well. But uh, when you do that, you can actually edit it. So or, you know, add kicks and claps and, you know, do what you normally would do within your DAW. So this kind of allows you to record everything in your DAW while you're doing things in your DAW. So that's the cool thing about it, you know. And uh, today, what I really want to get in the nitty gritty of doing is uh, messing around with some cool VST plugins I just uh, recently purchased. And if you have no idea that there's a sale going on right now, and uh, well, I guess Sweetwater, <laughs> I always mention those guys, but uh, they have a Isotope uh, holiday bundle and it's $49. And it's literally packed full of goodies. So you get a, uh, a list of things for that kind of, <laughs> for 49 bucks. It's actually quite uh, quite cool. I'm surprised uh, that I just recently discovered uh, one of the plugins. It's called the RX-8 Voice Denoiser. And I'm using it right now. So if you notice something is a little bit different, then you're definitely right. There is no more noise in the background of my podcast. It is 100% clear as a whistle. So that is uh, very, very cool. I do really enjoy this because without it, you're going to hear some background noise. So let me turn it off and you can go ahead and listen real quick. And you might have to have headphones on to really tell, you know, tell a difference with it, but uh, yeah, anyway, so for the next five seconds, you'll hear it without the denoiser. And you'll especially notice if I put my mic right next to the computer, you can hear the computer a lot, but when I denoise, no more noise. Oh, that is fantastic. That is brilliant. Absolutely awesome. 
uh, you know, totally worth the money for the price of just the one plugin. To be completely honest with you, I'm really surprised with that. I'm actually completely blown away that this program takes away all the noise in the microphone. And not recently, I did invest in a cloud lifter, which I was hoping would take away some noise. Uh, it did. And without it, you would definitely hear a lot more of it. Uh, but that also allows me to not crank up my gain so high. And I used to have my gain way, way like to like 90% on my mixer. And you would really hear something. I'm sure you would, uh, unless I somehow edited it out or whatever. But the chances are I didn't. So this thing is actually quite fantastic. Uh, with the cloud lifter and this thing, you practically can't even tell I'm using a dynamic microphone. I mean, really, to be honest with you, it sounds so clear and so uh, punchy and clean and everything. I mean, dang, I'm really, really blown away with it. So that is awesome. 100% awesome. I, I dig it. I really, really do. And by the way, you're probably wondering what the Isotope package is and what comes with it. Uh, if I can go ahead and just pull that up real quick, I can tell you what comes with it. And we'll explore a few things. We'll take a look and see what kind of things are actually uh, in the actual package. And then we'll, uh, there was some cool things I wanted to mess around with too. We'll show you some cool stuff with this granulizer or granulizer with FL Studios. I just was messing with that a few days ago and I'm really, <laughs> I'm really digging it. <laughs> Uh, there was something I was doing with the uh, the little knobs and messing around with uh, different sounds and uh, yeah things I actually didn't even know about uh, what do you call about it which is actually quite interesting that you can actually do like these cool stutter effects and everything so yeah uh, but the uh, let me see the isotope bundle of holiday joy normally goes for a whopping $895, which is absolutely way over budget. I don't imagine myself investing that kind of money in any, any kind of plugin, to be honest with you. I was even kind of on the fritz about buying a full-blown version of FL Studios, but since they had it on sale on the holiday, I definitely went ahead and did it. But that is being said, this is not even a DAW. These are just plugins. So $895. That's a big price tag for some plugins. So for $49, you know, actually $49 straight up, $846 off. I'd have to say that these are actually pretty good. Uh, worth 49 bucks. I will definitely tell you that. Uh, you do get the Ozone Elements, which comes with, uh, let me see, Transform Unfinished Sound Mixing into Studio Quality Master. So that's those are some of the cool things that come with it. Uh, RX Elements, you can actually imagine you're recording or a podcast and everything goes well, but when you play it back, you realize that you can hear the neighbor's dog barking, guy down the street mowing a lawn, air conditioner, blah, 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 blah. And you can actually edit all that out, or you can do it you know, in a live environment, like which is what I'm doing right now, which is the RX eight voice denoiser it takes away all that noise that's great uh the neutron elements i think this one is just basically like a like a compressor and some other stuff that you can mess around with uh just like you know the bread and butter of the whole mixing environment you can use that uh, track assistant analyzes your signal and gets you to a logical starting point eq learn automatically detects frequencies and need tweaked whatever that means. 
includes four powerful modules to perform your tr oh per perfect your tracks ah yeah resizable interface smooth visualizations to supply you with a better workflow so yeah it comes with some nice compressors and some nice you know like limiters and eq and all that good stuff stuff that's basic you really do need to you know those things and fl studios does a good job in supplying a lot of those basic needs within the daw but uh this one i haven't messed around too much with it'll be interesting to kind of see how much better it is so far the rx uh elements is fantastic we're using it right now on my uh, microphone uh the nectar elements this this is actually the one that i wanted to use but i couldn't figure out how to get it to operate because it actually detects your vocals and your voice you actually have to talk into it and then it detects stuff and then it you know basically makes modifications based off of some ai feature or whatever but for some reason every time that i try using it I can't get it to actually detect the noise or the level of my microphone or something like that. I'm not sure if it's like because of the plugin, if it's built in somehow. Uh, but in the future, we'll figure it out. It actually has some cool stuff. You have pitch control, clarity, de-essing for those S's in your thing. But so far, I don't hear any really major reason to to mess around with that. I mean, so far, I, I don't know. It sounds pretty good to me right now. Oh, your dynamics, your tone, spacing, stuff like that. So I do want to mess around with that if I can get it to work. Uh, so far, this so far, just these three plugins are fantastic. So uh, we also have this thing called an Audio Excalibur. Ooh, what is that? Top shelf. All right. Uh, there are so many and you won't know where to start the first time you fire it up. For independent, oh, for independent signal chains enable you to mix and match effects into interesting combinations and you need a starting point. There are over 500 presets on board to help you out. So I think what it is, it's just a multi-effect plugin, has delays, reverbs, motivation effects, filters, and more. Uh, also some sort of LFO, input, output levels, soft controls, and more and whatnot. There's actually, I think, a pitch tone thing on here too. We'll, we'll mess around with that. That's kind of actually kind of funny. So, uh, we can change the, uh, the, the pitch of my voice and make me sound like, uh, like an alien or something like that. So cool. Uh, there's the expert exponential audio phoenix verb and this thing i was actually messing around with it it has really natural sounding hall room chamber plate futzes and exterior uh reverb plugins on it and uh not quite like what you would have with a big sky or like you know uh geez there's rom rom is excellent from native instruments not quite exactly like that but uh more natural sounding kind of reverbs and it's actually pretty good for like you know if you just wanted to make a nice environment or like a roomy sound it definitely does you know it does a good job with it i was using it uh not too long ago messing around with some stuff on there uh, so many presets there's probably more than you can even imagine so there's a lot of presets on that one uh let's see here let's go down a little further the uh exponential audio r2 inspired by the classic reverbs of the 80s and so basically you're getting a lot of reverb uh presets and things like that i don't know if i actually messed around with this one this one's the exponential audio r2 r2 i'll have to take a look and see if i was messing with that one before but probably not this one i don't think i looked into but it has more more reverb stereo reverb plugins wide range room plate reverb with application spe specific libraries uh yeah inspired by 80s 90s sounds so lush reverb tails and lots of movements so that sounds cool 
Uh, there's this one called Trash too. Uh, it's uh, new ways to manage your drums, synths, and other sources with Trash 2. Basically complete with classic textures and edge expansions libraries. Uh, simple terms, it's, it's a lot of distortion uh, types of things. You can distort your audio, make it sound really crazy. Uh, it's got a lot of presets. It has, uh, let me see, 100 impulse responses. Redesigned dual filters, 20 new distortion algorithms, uh, customizable multiband wave shaper. All right. So, yeah, if you want to have some really crazy effects on there that you just want to trash your audio up, I guess you could definitely do it with Trash 2. Yeah, that's a funny name. <laughs> uh, there's another one called Iris 2. Now, this is the one that actually comes to, you know, bundle with it that's actually like a synthesizer. I played with it for a little while. Uh, it's not exactly what I thought it would be. It's kind of more like a synthesizer that uses a synth engine. Not only that, you can also import samples and these samples then take on like what the waves of the samples are and like mix it with like synthesizer stuff. And uh, it's got like 100 perimeters, complex animati animated sounds. Uh, you'll just, I don't know, a wide range of weirdness, to be honest with you. And it comes with like, a, a let's see, 11 gigabytes of samples that, that come included with it. And uh, actually, the one thing that I really enjoy about the samples is that I actually just imported the samples into my FL Studio library. And now I have like 11 gigs of just different sound effects and things. So that's a huge bonus. I can use that for anything. You know, if I need like dogs barking or bees flying around and stuff like you could definitely do it, uh, you know, with this, you know, so that's kind of a cool feature. Uh, supposedly you're supposed to put them into the synth synthesizer engine and it makes cool sounds or something like that. But so far I was trying to learn it and it's a little bizarre let's just say at the least uh compared to like most of the uh, vst synthesizers i've used in the past and whatnot but and besides that there was even some free things that are on there if you download the actual uh isotope uh what is it it's like a download manager you can download this manager thing and it came with some extras that uh normally you don't get and let me go ahead and I'll just open this one thing here. I'll be able to tell you everything that I got on here. It's actually quite interesting, I imagine. I always say that, I know. Um, but yeah, so it came with, or the free things that I got was Relay. Relay was actually kind of interesting. Let me see if I can, let's just jump into it, you know. I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll uh, I'll start loading some of these guys in here and we'll just take, oh wow, we'll just take a look and see what they do. Uh, I believe Relay is just like a, man, that's scratching in the background. If you can hear that, I don't know, some something that goes on when you load plugins. I, I'm wondering if that got recorded in, in there. If you hear it, somebody let me know what that is because it's like this scratching sound whenever you load plugins and stuff. Uh, it's either something coming from my board or my onboard sound card. I don't know. But this thing I think is just basically like a uh, stereo, stereo uh, kind of widener thing you can like widen out your stereo and you can with make it thinner and you can widen it back out again and make it sound all fuzzy and then you can go back to the right and then you can go back to the left and then uh, yeah you can wave it around and around uh but yeah that's basically what it is it makes your voice all stereoed out i guess but 
Uh, yeah. So that was interesting. Uh, that was like a little freebie that came with it. So that was kind of cool. Uh, that was called the Relay. Relay. All right. Then there's this thing called a Vinyl. The Vinyl. Let's hear what that sounds like. The Vinyl was actually kind of cool. I was actually kind of blown away uh, with how it kind of sounds when you... Okay, so basically what it is, is basically it's like a retro sounding kind of sound effect thing. And so you can add like, right now we're in 1970s sounding kind of lo-fi and you can hear like this little, that's like a dust and a warp and a scratch on the actual record. It shows a record on the on this front panel. And you can kick up the RPM, you can slow it down, you can make it sound kind of a little more wobbly. So far it doesn't have too much difference in the audio, but if we go down to 1960s era, now you can see that it sounds like it's a record on a 1960s era sounding kind of record thing. Uh, that's that's weird, right? Uh, and then, let me see here. We can go down to 1950s. 1950s. So this is what it would sound like if you're playing a record in the 1950s, I, I suppose. So that's that's actually kind of interesting too. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that's a bit of an interesting one right there. Uh, let me see here. You can actually go even to the 30s and make it sound like you're in the 30s. So, and then back up to 1980s, 2000. 2000 doesn't have much of a difference. But if you're going to the 30s and then you throw some lo-fi on there and maybe some more wear, it sounds even more distorted. Uh, that's kind of interesting. You can add like some some like fuzz and some electrical current sounding things. Yeah, so if you got like a power problem, it sounds like there's like a power problem and then you can spin it down. And then come back. So that's, it's, it's kind of interesting. It's a bit of a, let's add some warp on there and some more dust and scratches. Now we have these scratches and let's take the dust down and crank crank the gain up on the scratches. Yeah, we could just make everything sound really terrible if you want. And then you can spin it down again. That's too funny. Oh man, that's too funny. And then and we're back to normal if you just bypass it, so yeah, that's vinyl. I thought that was kind of interesting. So you can kind of make anything sound really old with that instantly, instantly, instantly. And then there's like this visual mixer. Uh, that's basically like, uh, it's like a mixer and just a visual 3D kind of look. I don't know. Yeah. And then uh vocal doubler. I think that one, did that one come? No, that was off another free one. Oh, let's check it out. If I go to the vocal doubler, this thing was actually kind of interesting. If I can find it, vocal doubler, right here. All right, so now we're using the vocal doubler. It kind of gives like this chorus effect and it's real simple to use. You just take this one like little circular thing and you can move it around and make it sound all weird. 
And so that's like the vocal doubler. It doubles your vocals and, and then makes it kind of warm sounding and stuff. So that's, that is kind, and you can move it around real quick and make it all terrible. But yeah, and then you can choose, you can choose how much uh, effect you want to use if you want to mix it in and out. So yeah i don't know about that that doesn't work work really well with a podcast or unless you you want to listen the podcast sounds like that this all day so i don't know yeah yeah pretty whoa man yeah that's pretty crazy we'll go ahead and delete that so yeah that's much better i think it's way better without it again there's that little thing but whatever Let's just ignore that. If you don't hear it, fantastic. I'm hoping it doesn't come up in the audio, but I'll just stop talking about that if it comes up again. We're just going to ignore you, little scratchy sound. And then, um, yeah, so we had some cool uh, Phoenix. Phoenix verb is a reverb. So you can just have some reverb. The other thing I really do like... All right, let me... Let me uh, let me mix this down a little bit so that way you can kind of hear what I'm saying. The one thing I really do like about some of these plugins is that uh, it actually has like this expander mode. Because see, my, my monitor on my computer, I'm, I'm, run, I'm running everything in 4K. So when you're running everything in 4K, everything is super teeny tiny. Uh, so you got to sit real close to your monitor, you know, if you can't obviously read, but I can, I mean, obviously, uh, I can read all this stuff, but, uh, if you have problems trying to see, uh, you just want things a little, little bit bigger. There's like an expander button, which like triples or quadruples the size of the plugin. Yeah. Like makes it four times bigger, which is great. And then you can just, you know, you can mix in your stuff and you can see things much better. So and this thing has like just a ridiculous amount of reverb. I mean, there's like, ah, oh, geez. Okay. If I start from the top, small, medium, large room, plate, small plate, medium plate, large plate, small chamber, medium chamber, large chamber, small hall, medium hall, large hall, classical, instrumental, percussion, vocal, ADR and post effect, live recording signature, and then just all of them all at once. And you can just take a look at every single preset that they have. And of course, if you're a professional, unlike, you know, maybe someone here on this podcast, you can actually just tune in your own reverbs and whatnot. Uh, but sometimes I just like to take a look at a, uh, you know, a preset, and then I'll just kind of like mess around with their settings. And then it kind of inspires me to just you know, do something quick or do something fun, you know, and then just go from preset to preset. Maybe let's see empty factory. This is empty factory. And then just like increase the mix and just like, wow, that's crazy sound stuff right there. But it's, it's, it's different, you know, cause like for instance, if I were just to mute this reverb and then just go back to normal and then go back to ROM, ROM is kind of like, it's just, there's more color to it, I think. Uh, and then the ROM presets are definitely very interesting too. Like if I just, like a dream synth reverb, you know, it just, just wow. Like that's crazy. Like of course, 
of course, ROM has really, really fantastic little presets and stuff on there. As for the Phoenix Verb, uh, it's more just like more realistic sounding ones. I mean, maybe, I mean, reverb is reverb, right? Let's just consider reverb to be reverb. Reverber, reverberator. It just has all kinds of crazy reverbs. Uh, so yeah, then let's pick up, wow, when you, when you turn the mix all the way up and you really want to hear what the reverb sounds like, that sounds really crazy. Yeah. So that one, that one's kind of cool. You know, it's, it's, it's always nice to have reverbs and things. Uh, can't complain about reverb. Reverb is always fun to mess around with too, or mess around with. Then there's, uh, the R2 reverb. And the R2 reverb, wow, that's kind of heavy, very, very heavy. It's kind of like the same thing, you know, and you can expand it and make it just as big as that. It's just, I think it's just like the reverb second thing with more presets. It's literally more presets and more reverb. So there, there are just too many. These are more like, this is like a plate, I guess. Called yeah. So yeah, this this thing comes packed with a lot of. So if you don't have any re reverb plugins for 49, 49 bucks, if you think about it, you are getting a ton of reverb, probably more than you will ever need in your entire life. And you could just be in this cave, just sit in this cave all day long, just sitting in the cave. Yep. That is really interesting sounding. Pre-delay, add more pre-delay. And then you kind of have like this almost like delay effect. Yep, yep. So that one, that, that one's interesting too. It's the R2, the Exponential Audio. They're both from Exponential Audio. In fact, these two, uh, these ones actually didn't come along in the same Isotope uh, product portal thing that you have to download. You actually had to install these over this weird thing called uh, iLock License Manager. Uh, it wasn't too complicated, but you do have to, it, it comes with separate keys. They're not the same company or something, I guess. So you have to use two separate programs. There's only like three of these. It's mostly the reverb. You have to use these uh, keys, special keys to get the reverb. And then everything else just you, you throw into the isotope or I'm saying it right, right? The isotope. Uh, let me see here. Yeah, the product portal. So... Um, that is the rest of it's just in the product portal. Yeah, if this is making any sense to anybody, hopefully it does. Uh, so yeah, and then of course, uh, Nectar 3, I, I tried to get that one to work. I couldn't quite figure it out. Uh, the Neutron 3 elements in the visual mixer. All right, let's see what the Neutron, it's just basically more EQ. Equalizer, EQ, compressor, you can like compress things. I'm sure you know what a compressor is. So just imagine what a compressor does and that's exactly what it does. And then you can adjust things. And really I sound no different really because everything's pretty well compressed with this other thing. So we'll go ahead and we'll just delete that. All right. So yeah. And, uh, let me see anything else I'm kind of missing here. 
uh the oh yeah the the d hum d voice d noise d click and d clip uh the rx the rx program it, they actually kind of like individualize them in the fx channel or the fx chain when you're taking a look at your fx it's i guess it's listed or fx restoration uh they come up as four different programs so they i guess they have special programs dedicated for doing that so uh, those are all fantastic. Very, very cool. Uh, like I said, you can hear on this microphone, everything's coming in super, super clear and awesome. So I really, really enjoyed that. I, that was a nice surprise that I just kind of like walked into today when I was uh, messing around with my, uh, with my uh, microphone. And I was like, hey, I'll just try this because I didn't, I didn't try it earlier. And then, wow, it's like, that's fantastic. Sounds amazing can't stress that enough and that is literally worth the 49 dollars. i think just in general just for all the programs and uh yeah so you're getting you're getting a pretty decent bundle worth of stuff the only other one i didn't try is this uh trash uh thing here but uh keep in mind when you're on a microphone like this it's it's super it could be intense so uh let me see i got to be very very careful using it because it, it might just distort the audio like crazy and then it'll like get crazy like really really crazy so let me uh i'll just stop talking for a second and we'll see if there's anything i can do with this so just let's lower the volume here all right Okay, so this is like the distortion part of it. And right now, we don't have anything on it right now. But in a second, if I choose to, well, let's go with like, let's go with, no, heavy, uh, let's go with subtle. That's, that's probably the best thing to do, something light. So add muscle. Oh, geez. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. I got to stand way back from the microphone. This thing distorts everything. Uh, how about a little crunch? That little, okay, see this one, this one's way, you now got to come closer and talk because none of these plugins are really going to, uh, all right. A lot of these plugins are, are going to uh, be very intense. So I just got to be careful. That one, uh, that one is, yeah. So it distorts the audio. If you don't get what that is, you can hear the audio being distorted. <laughs> it, this might be good for like instruments and things, you know, microphones. You don't want to do a podcast that sounds like this. This is going to be terrible. People are going to get mad at you for doing a podcast that sounds like this, especially if you start talking loud. So what about this? That that's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so if you like terrible sounds, that is too funny. All right, let's try Chubby Duck. This one is the, wow, that is weird. Classic drive. Let's try that one. All right. This one just drives the audio. So, yeah. All right. So you get the idea. It's just a uh, distortion type program. Yeah. All right. Cool. So, um, I think I ran through all the plugins there. I'm not a hundred percent sure that I did a thorough kind of, you know, thing on it, but you get the idea. You definitely get the idea. Uh, we can even just real quick, I'll, I'll show you the, uh, the, um, the, the iris. Okay. Hopefully 
that didn't take too long. Okay, the Iris, which is like the synthesizer engine that that it comes with, and this is like super super deep. I mean, really, it is. Uh, there are just so many different things in here that I don't even know if they're gonna make too much sense. So uh, let's just try a preset. <laughs> And there, there's like a million settings on here. I mean, seriously, you can just, you can detune and distort and chorus, reverb, delay effect. And just in this thing with all the synthesizers, you can have like up to five different synthesizers running at the same time. You can like, just imagine a synthesizer with like unlimited capabilities, but it also takes a bit of imagination too, I think in order just to kind of come up with a lot of these things. In fact, I don't even know how you would really come up with anything. I just been going through presets and just hearing what people have done. But uh, yeah, l let me see. Some of them kind of sound weird. So let me see if this one. This one's not too bad. This one's called Club Kids. kind of like sounds like an 808 sound but uh yeah these are the base i guess the bases so and then of course you got keys leads pads and rhythmic the rhythmic one might actually be kind of cool broken wind chime let's try that so this is actually kind of cool if you want some like an environmental sound like environment in your music i mean but then after a while it just kind of makes no sense unless you're really playing something but I guess. But uh, yeah, you can have like something like that running in the background, throw some delay or some reverb on it and just create some environment and stuff. You could do that. That's definitely a possibility. But uh, this is, let me see. Let's try a pad. Active Bliss. Let's try that one. That sounds enticing. Yeah, kind of. But uh, again, I'm not going for music right this minute. But yeah, so you get the idea. It's just like this complicated kind of like sounding uh, synthesizer. There you go. All right. Okay. That thing took a while to load. Okay. Uh, yeah, my bad. I tried to delete it and it just came back as like opening. Okay, there we go. All right. So we're back to normal now. But anyway, I wanted to uh, let me take a look. And uh, I'm sure if you messed around with FL Studios, you probably know what the uh, the granulizer is. Uh, I'm sure that, uh, yeah, like I said, if you know FL Studios, you probably know what this is. And this thing is actually quite, quite remarkable when I was messing with it. Uh, now, I I used to think like, when I messed around with this thing that all it did was just create like a, uh, you know, just, just a way to, to sample your sounds and play them on the keyboard and whatnot and stuff. But I actually realized that, um, much later that you can actually do some really crazy things with it. If you link all the knobs to your controller, which I'm doing right now, and then you can load a sample in there. So for instance, if I, let me take a look at here. If I have my, here we go. My two space two suits. suits. <laughs> two space suits. Load that into the sampler. And then we'll go ahead and we'll trim it down here real quick. And then I should have done this at the beginning before I started the podcast, but I didn't. But okay. So anyway, uh, 
if you're just playing the sample in the uh, granulizer, now I did mess some settings up, so it might kind of sound funny, but okay, yeah, it's definitely going backwards now. Uh, let me do that one more time without modifying it because I want to. I want to let you hear what exactly it does just on its own. So, like for instance. If you just want to play it as it is. Two spacesuits. Two spacesuits. Two spacesuits. Two spacesuits. Okay, so you can play the um, you can play the sample, right? On your keyboard. Two spacesuits. At basically space. any pitch that you want, right? But as you get a little more in depth with the uh, the granulator, you can actually manipulate the timing, the attack, the hold, the spacing, the wave spacing. You can even add effects, pan, depth, speed, and random, whatever, whatever all those things entail. And what I'm going to do here, I'm going to throw a little bit of delay on the, uh, the, the sample that I have right now. And uh, you'll be able to hear the two spacesuits sample with a little bit of delay. That's actually it, by the way. <laughs> and, uh, I'll uh, I'll just start messing with some of the wave spacing and the uh, the other modifications you can do with it, and just it'll give you an idea of what I'm talking about. So let me take a look here. Two spaces. All right, so that's just me just messing a little bit with it. We'll loop it so you can hear it over and over. Two spaces. <laughs> All right, so what I'm doing and what I'm going to do next is turn it way down so you can hear me. That is way loud. So let me turn it way down. Something like right around there might be good. Maybe less. Okay, so if you mess around with the spacing, it kind of slows it and speeds it up. The wave spacing makes it go back or forth. So if I'm going forward, you can go forward and then backward. Forward and then backward. <laughs> and you can kind of just sit there and like make it play the wave in one spot. Almost like it's its own synthesizer in a weird way. And if you mess with the attack, it kind of has a stutter effect and the hold the hold if you increase that it kind of slows down some parameters actually moves it around in weird spots too so we'll crank the hold down we'll decrease the attack and then we'll mess around with the spacing And so it, this just kind of like blew my mind, you know, when I was messing with it. I, I never even played around with these. And you can add more keys into it too. Hold down more keys and now you have like weird stuff, real weird stuff happening. Yeah. And then if you... If you increase the spacing and then bring the attack way down, I think you can do some really fast modulation. Let me see. Or it's the opposite. Increase the attack. Under oh, no, the spacing. There we go. So now we're actually modulating it so 
so fast that it's creating almost like this crazy LFO thing, so... So yeah, pretty weird, you know, I mean, when I was messing with that, I was like, whoa, that's crazy. And of course, you can add any, pretty much any sample that you possibly could imagine. You can record any sample into it, and then it just makes this incredible sound, you know. And, uh, you know, that was just really, really neat when I saw that. So you could even like, let me see if I can even add like, uh, I wonder if I could... The one thing I'd be interested in doing is if you could just like be live, like saying whatever you you're saying on the microphone, and just in instantly be able to granulize it. That that would be really cool too. Uh, I'm sure if you just record something into it, you could do the same thing too. Uh, we can test that here. It's just a theory. We can work on testing it right this minute. So if I were to go into go into the pad, I wonder if I can just do that in the pad or not, or the pattern. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me enable the recording on my microphone and let me see if I can just record something real quick, just in the playlist, for instance. Let me take a look. Uh, audio in the playlist. So we'll just say something funny. This is a sound wave. All right, so we just we just recorded the, this is a sound wave, right? Okay. All right, so now what we're gonna do I can actually probably just drag it straight from my playlist. Let's see, into the, let me see here. Or drag it directly from, this is a sound wave. Let me see here. Okay, so yeah, immediately I have results. So, okay, let's, all right, so that's actually kind of cool. I can just drag them right in like that. If I record them right into my playlist, I can actually just drag it right in there. So let's see what it sounds like if I start moving around the keyboard. Let's see if I can make that start a little bit. All right, so I guess it just sound, starts there. So, okay, so let's just start playing with it. That is so cool. <laughs> I man, it makes me laugh every time I do this. That is so cool. Now, see, uh, when I was actually uh, watching these modular videos back in the day, or not even back in the day, this must have been like a few years ago, uh, they uh, they had these synthesizers. Uh, I believe one of them is from Make Noise, and it's like this modulating sample manipulation like um, module or something like that. 
And you can do the same thing like I'm doing, except it has like actual, well, I'm actually using my MIDI keyboard to, to manipulate these knobs. So that way it sounds more realistic. And instead of just doing it with my mouse and whatnot, I'm actually manipulating this with my keyboard. I have uh, knobs I can assign to each one in the program. And so if you bought a module, you would actually have this whole unit and it would actually be something you can plug and patch into your modular gear. But anyway, they were like, I don't know, probably something around six to $700. And I literally have the exact same thing in FL Studios with the price of FL Studios. So I'm kind of blown away that I actually never knew that this options, it's called grains. So you have grains, I guess. You grain, granulator, obviously, uh, I guess that goes with the theme. And then you can add effects and depth and things like that. So if I had, let me see what the depth sounds like. So you, yeah, there's even more things you can manipulate. Speed. The speed of it, the depth, I guess it wobbles around. That's so crazy. <laughs> yeah, that is crazy. And you can also hold, there's a button to hold it. So like, for instance, if you're like, uh, you can actually hold the key. And you can just have it stay like that. But a lot of really interesting techniques and things, and you can just mess around with it. And you can even have something like playing in the background, like some sort of like synthesizer and just mess around with the voice and make it do all kinds of really crazy things, you know? So I, I believe that is, that is really cool. You know, that's a nice little feature that I saw in the granny laser and, uh, something I just never really even, even knew was there at the beginning. And of course, even when you go into the properties and the settings in there, you can actually, well, obviously you can normalize the audio. Maybe that would make it sound a little bit more louder though. But yeah, you can, uh, reverse it. Is it sound Actually, now it sounds like it's going forward. But uh, anyway, those are just like little extra things you can do and you can change in there. And um, you can actually EQ it directly in the actual properties. Uh, I usually do all my EQing and everything in the effects, uh, you know, lineup in your actual mixer and everything. But uh, they every plugin on FL Studios has like a, you know, a thing that actually goes a little bit deeper. You can adjust the volumes, the mod X, mod Y, pitch. Uh, basically everything that you you know utilizes your midi keyboard and everything on there that uh, is also fully adjustable and changeable on the plugin itself so that's also very handy that they allow you to do that so that is uh something that's very cool as well so you can just kind of just have fun and create things with not having to think too hard you know <laughs> now it's getting really heavy that's pretty loud <laughs> but uh yeah that is just really cool a lot of different things you can do in here man 
uh transients i'm not sure exactly okay you can actually create like hold transients and things like that i guess maybe it'll, like when you hit a key it'll start in certain spots or whatever but not really exactly useful if you're just doing what i'm doing just having fun with it and messing with the attack the hold the g the g grain 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 spacing and wave spacing something like that so yeah so uh, there are like i said modules out there that go for like almost 800 uh, like 800 bucks maybe i mean maybe i'm wrong maybe it's like five to eight hundred something like that but uh that you can patch into your patch bays and your mixers and your modular gear and they have that cool feature uh built into fl studios that's actually something that comes with fl studios now the sampler granulars i'm not sure what version of F fl studios that really comes with but uh yeah you can just you can do that with it so that's kind of cool there's one that's also called direct wave i think that's for actually creating like some other kind of sampler thing where you can actually import if you want specific sounds to play in each key i think unless that's like uh something else but there's also a just a general sampler too and you can actually just sample anything in here in fact uh the cool thing then that, that i really uh admired with this uh 50 pack from isotope it came with 11 gigs worth of just sound effects so i mean if i wanted to <laughs> i could just go into like there's this environments folder and there's animals there's bowling there's bowling oh, oh blowing Okay, I thought it was bowling. Uh, like, I guess that's tube blowing. Okay, whatever that is. Uh, there's animals, bats. If it'll play. Oh. That's a bat. Bees. That's, there's a lot of bees. Crickets. Dolphin. Okay, that's like a sonic wave from a dolphin. Seagulls. This one's actually kind of funny. So, like, if you wanted to take that, <laughs> let's take a seagull. And we'll granulize the seagull. Why not? Yeah, that's trippy. But uh, keep in mind, I, I have the reverb on too, so it's not actually playing it specifically to the sound that it's playing. If I take the reverb off, it would sound like this. That is so crazy. Oh my God. I could literally have fun with this for hours. I mean, just literally messing with this thing. I don't know exactly what musically it's great for, but it, it is just absolutely like just interesting to mess around with. This is definitely funny, funny, funny stuff. I, I do enjoy all these like little things that you can do with, uh, with, uh, you know, just anything that's sound, you know, designing and things like that. If that's even sound designing, but yeah, really, really crazy stuff right there. That is too funny, too funny, too funny. But uh, anyway, yeah, let me see. There was one last thing I wanted to talk about. 
if we can get to it. Uh, let me see here. I did get some new sampled instruments, by the way. Uh, these guys are really cool. They're actually from uh, Native Instruments. They're the uh, Essential Orchestra package, I believe it is. Uh, and you have to run those in contact. So we'll go ahead and load contact up. And uh, let's see here. There is, you've got a different selection of things. It's this, this is actually the, uh, the lower version of the high dollar version of it, I guess you could call it, uh, which would be the... Uh, the oh geez what they call the orchestra like no this is like the select version or something i don't know it's the essentials it comes with the woodwind solo woodwind ensemble brass ensemble brass solo string ensemble and percussion uh and so these are actually pretty cool and we'll just go with the the ensemble part of it because it each individual, like if you just want to play, play uh, like a clarinet or just a flute or what do you call it, the oboe, oboe, I don't even know how you pronounce it. Uh, you can go into that all day long, but you can actually just load up like the ensemble and that's everything like on one. So it's actually pretty cool. A lot of these sound pretty realistic too. And you could just create a lot of cool stuff with it. There's a lot of really neat things you can just do with this. And uh, you can uh, change the intensity of the instrument as well if you just crank the knob up. And it's kind of more like a cutoff knob, you know. But the cool thing about it is you can actually uh, change the, uh, the way it plays and do like staccatos and... And you can arpeggiate it too. That's actually with a scale or something like that. But there was this one, let me see if I can find it. It might actually be in the string. And I found it very useful actually. Uh, you can actually go into like a cello and and then there's like this, let me see if I can find it. Maybe it's just, yeah, you can actually time it. So if you put on the uh, repetition. So you can, uh, you can immediately get like these instant, like kind of like uh, just amazing uh, like beats, I guess you could call it with a string instrument that just really kind of like puts a really cool environment or a great, like a mood to your music let's let's turn on the repetition yeah so i mean that that's just really cool you can intensify anything with it uh actually now it's kind of like stuttering for some reason but you get the idea and you can actually change the accents too so it doesn't sound so re repetitious so if you just wanted to like record something in there, you can actually just uh, do some, let me see, notes and automation. We'll, we'll like record something here real quick and then we can use it to like play some other things with. So let me see. It's a sound wave. Okay, that got recorded in there somehow. Let me get out of, um, no, 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 don't do that. Let me cut this. I'm doing a little bit of modification here. Go to a new pattern because somehow that was in there. 
And let's try again. Is a sound wave. All right, it did it again. What is going on there? All right, I delete you then. All right, let's try again. Two spacesuits. Wrong one. Wow, I'm really messing up here. Let me delete those. Go to a new pattern. So much for doing a song here. Let me see. And let's redo this again. So we'll do that for like, what, like four bars or something like that. And then we'll come in with like, maybe like a string ensemble now. And then we'll just make a quick song here. No, what is going on? Oh, cause I just went over it. All right, next time I gotta be a little bit more prepared for this. So uh, let me redo what I was doing here. Just one second. And I need to make sure that that was on. Okay, there we go. I need to load a new, new instance of contact with strings. This is the joy of, uh, you know, doing audio stuff is learning how to do it. <laughs> All right, here we go. Kinda. That's not exactly what I wanted, though. And so like, for instance, instead of like using like, you know, drums for that pattern, you can use the one sixteenth staccato or what a repetition. And we can even go, let's go to one eighth. That might be even better. It's a little too quick. So that's better. And so instead of actually having to play that, you know, if you had just that uh, particular movement repeating the uh, one eights uh, accent, whatever thing, spiccato on the uh, cello, you can have that running in the background. And then you can have the strings playing, you know, just whatever pattern that you kind of feel, you know, because if you were doing this realistically, let's just, you know, say it true, uh, you know, you one hand doing this. You could, but it's just, it's a lot of work, you know? So uh, just to have like one pattern running and you know, you just keep that going in the background. You can just kind of play around and work up and down the keyboard and play around with your own kind of like uh, orchestra, I guess you could say, right? <laughs> So it's just kind of fun to mess around with. And this thing comes with even some cooler brass instruments, I believe. Let me take a look. Where's the uh, brass ensemble? This one's pretty powerful. I like this one a lot. Let's just load that one up real quick. 
Hopefully the audio isn't cutting out every time it pauses because whenever I load up a new program, I see it pause slightly. Uh, I'll have to go back and check and make sure it's not doing that. That's going to be a problem if it's cutting my audio out every time that I'm trying to use it. But let's see here. Brass Ensemble. I have to delete the other one. Okay, here we go. So no, delete the other one. And here we go. So these are kind of powerful. I, I like these ones a lot. It just uh, overall is just a very overpowering sound. I love it. And it's great. Uh, these brass ensemble instruments are fantastic. And this one was... A bit more but right now and uh i believe native native instruments is doing like a half off deal right now on these so that's why i got them uh normally they go for like 400 bucks and i got them i think for like 199 or something like that so and they have like even a more advanced version of it normally goes for like a thousand so uh yeah it's 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 nice to have some you know nice you know orchestrative instruments in your in your workflow as well not just all synthesizers and whatnot but it is kind of nice to have those in your workflow and just kind of mess around with those and synthesizers kind of mix the two and have a have like you know your own little like uh how do you say mixture of those two obviously And of course, if you have a complete control keyboard, uh, everything's kind of already mapped to it. So you can adjust the uh, the mod wheel and even the bend pitch and all that stuff. In fact, you can actually even have like, uh, uh, if you actually run uh, complete control within the DAW or if you're just running complete control on its own, or even if you're in machine or whatever, you have a huge display on here that shows all this stuff and the, the screens actually light up and everything with all the proper, you know, manipulations and things you can do on there, which is kind of cool. So uh, I'm not quite sure if this one does it though. I haven't really checked, but I think all of them do anything within contact or machine or complete and all that stuff. It's all, it's all, you know, built in very, very well. So uh, hats off to them. I really enjoyed this pack. I did some interesting things earlier with it, like that one two spacesuits uh, song that I did with the orchestra. It's just kind of fun to mess around with them, you know. And of course, like I said, you can just like mix and match everything. You can have like the Moog play in the background with some orchestra sounds and stuff, and seagulls in the background making weird sounds. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually kind of funny i could just throw like little sound effects in there every now and then while i'm doing a podcast maybe i don't know who knows uh yeah so just things like that you know that's always fun about production and just messing around with sounds and instruments and stuff i guess yeah so anyway uh geez anything else i can cover i don't know uh i believe i went through all the uh things i got with the isotope pack uh besides that oh excalibur i forgot that one how did i forget that one let me see here i can actually put maybe like maybe like a uh let's let's try like uh this excalibur with like oh yeah 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 wait i want to do that one thing real quick before we go 
this is actually kind of interesting. So let me let me put the Excalibur on the. All right, here we go on my mic, and then we will uh, we'll do this one thing here if I can find it. Was it this one or was it another one? There was a there was like a pitch. Let me see here. If I can even maybe search through here. How do I do that? Uh, there was like a pitch control thing that was actually really interesting. Uh, maybe it's all done by alphabetical order. Well, we'll just try some of these. Let me see. Pitch FX1. So there's like this weird thing. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's pretty funny. And uh, you could to just do a whole podcast like this. You want to? Well, let's see. This one's kind of sweet. What about this one? Yeah, uh, just more more presets. I mean, just the craziest. Wide vocal flattener. I mean, there's, oh my God, there's even more. Holy crap. There are so many presets. It's, it's, oh, okay. Excalibur has probably by far the most. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't know, dude. There's so many of them in here. And let me see if I can, okay, pitch. There's the pitch. Knob to tune. Okay, so this is the one where you can actually just adjust the knob. And then just make you sound like you're detuned there. And that's in the left speaker. And then we can we can make it both sound the same like this. Or we can go even higher and then make this one sound <laughs> or go totally low and high on the right and low on the left. Yeah. So I mean, I can I mean, really, I can really, okay, 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 yeah, that is too funny, Excalibur, that one, that one, I forgot to mention that one, that one is definitely very interesting, I will be messing with you later for sure, that is very, very interesting, so yeah, pitch change and things like that, that, that can be very, very interesting on your voice, um, yeah, that is okay. I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. That is definitely funny. Uh, so yeah, I think I basically went through all of the all the I'm, yeah all of them. I believe yeah the ones that you can definitely you know hear obviously. But and then you know of course there's so many things that I have on here that are just 
basically made for FL Studios that um, maybe one day we'll go through. There are a lot of really cool things in FL Studios you can do uh, that are just absolutely insane for what comes with the program. So, but these are like all extras. And uh, like I said, uh, for the price right now, I believe it's like a Black Friday price or something for $49. So I guess get it while it lasts. I think it goes on to like maybe the end of the year, maybe, I don't know. Uh, but to be completely honest, I'm not the kind of guy that goes out and buys a lot of uh, plugins or spends a lot of money on these kind of things. Or for instance, $800 with the plugins. Uh, I normally don't go for software like that. Uh, for me, you know, unfortunately for the software guys, and I hate to say this, uh, I just don't see the value in it when it comes to like being a thousand dollars, you know, I mean, I can live without the thousand dollar plugins. I, I don't have to spend that kind of money on it. It's too much when you're spending that kind of money. Uh, so if they're ever on sale for $49, I'll, you know, that's kind of realistically, realistically like the way that I look at it is what they're really worth. Uh, maybe <laughs> I hate to say that. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know, 49 bucks is about what I would pay for these. Uh, maybe 65 at tops, you know, I, I wouldn't go over a hundred bucks because when you're going in that territory, you could buy a whole DAW for that price. And the DAW is the most important structure to your music and your sound designing and all that stuff. You know, I can live without plugins and, you know, when you get a DAW and you have your structure, you have your things that you're, you know, used to and your normality, you know, like the things that you are you know, normal with doing and you learn it and stuff, then you kind of, you kind of, uh, you, you, you can like expand with those things, but, uh, I wouldn't go out and just buy all these things. Everybody's telling you to buy, especially when it comes to like MIDI packs and, you know, like, uh, different VST plugins and things like that. Uh, it seems kind of like ridiculous if you think about it, but, uh, yeah. So as for like, you know, something on sale though, and trying something new, it's always fun to do that. Uh, you know, you know, especially like, I think with the instruments now there is like a huge world out there of like native instruments and they have a lot of different vi virtual instruments and plugins and things like that. I think it just kind of goes on and on and on. How many do you real realistically need? And I know they have like a $1,200 like signature version of their product. And, uh, it blows my mind to even think of spending that kind of money on plugins, uh, just for the fact that you'll never realistically use them all. It's just impossible to do that. Yeah. They're giving a huge variety of things. And technically, to be honest with you, if you ever were looking to get a synthesizer for the bang, the best bang for your dollar or the buck or whatever they call it, uh, if you buy just like a native in instruments keyboard and you get that $1,200 sound pack, yes, you basically do have every synthesizer known demand, including, you know, obviously samples and instruments and all kinds of great stuff. But, uh, you know, at the same time, you can't, you know, beat a sub 37 though, when it comes to live playing ability and, um, you know, being able to shape the sound and it's analog uh, that, you know, the circuits are actually making these sounds through, you know, electrical waves and things like that. And I, it's, it's kind of more of an art than it is so much as just a program that they can slap it, you know, together. And now you have like everything right. But, uh, 
it, it's nice to have something like that as well. But not all the time do you need to spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars on synthesizers either. You know, it's just, it goes both ways. So, you know, whenever a new synthesizer comes out, that's 800 bucks, you know, everybody has to run out and buy that. No, it's not necessary. They all make sound. They all generate things. They do whatever they do specifically good for one reason or another. Uh, but, uh, just, uh, be aware that that's just kind of the game that's out there and that's kind of how everything is played out. Uh, so it's not necessary that you have to spend or buy in very heavy in these things because by the way, native instruments, when you buy the complete control keyboard, it comes with a huge library already of things that you can manipulate and adjust and change and massive is one of the plugins I think you get. And so it's basically like, you know, a synthesizer or like something comparable to a Korg or a Moog. So you can do a lot of those things on your own rather than buying just a bunch of presets, which are, you know, it's just a cheap, quick fix. So, uh, but you can't go wrong with something that is, you know, like a sample based, like, you know, orchestra or something like that, as long as it's priced right. I mean, uh, again, I had to wait for these things to go on sale. I would never buy them on the, you know, the full price that they go for it. Just, it's very expensive and it, it's kind of irresponsible to go out and buy those things when they're, you know, that expensive, I guess. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that's just my two cents on that. So, uh, yeah, so hopefully this was an informative podcast in some weird way. Um, yeah, so I had fun uh, messing around with the granulizer. Go ahead and check that out if you got FL Studios and mess around with that and uh, try out those effect plugins if you're interested. Uh, that's Isotope uh, Sweetwater. It's on their main page, I believe. So I don't know. I, I guess I'm giving like a free plug for some reason. I don't know why, but <laughs> that's just the podcast, I guess. That's what I do. So anyway, uh, we, I, I, I think I'll just go ahead and we'll, uh, we'll, uh, tune things down here. We'll, we'll sign out and, uh, we'll, uh, just leave you with, uh, that, uh, two spacesuit song that I was playing earlier. And, um, yeah, hopefully you enjoyed Life in Space and uh, you listen to more of my podcast or something. Uh, yeah, so I guess this is me signing out and saying uh, go be creative and do something besides sitting on your butt playing video games, making money, which uh, go by, by the way, go go buy my podcast, uh, uh, what do you call portal on soundcloud and listen to that last podcast about uh, game streaming so that was kind of interesting so we'll go ahead and sign out and uh, we'll see you next time on live in space Two spacesuits, two spacesuits, two spacesuits, two spacesuits, two spacesuits, two spacesuits, two spacesuits.